Hello, this is Revel, and you are listening to Rockin' Radio. I'm out of California, and I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> and this is Alyssa, and I'm calling in from Maine. <laughs> and you are listening to <laughs> Rockin' Radio. Radio. <laughs> Yeah, just leave me to take over the whole show. Hi, this is Revel, and you're listening to Rocket Radio. Oh, Alyssa, do you want to speak? <laughs> I'm so used to doing my own shows, you know, and just starting off and just getting them going that I forget that, I, oh, yeah. i got a co-host here, duh. <laughs> so, anyway, how are you doing? I'm doing good. The yeah. sun's finally popping out here. It's been raining for a couple of days, so I'm starting to come back to life. Excellent. We've we've been getting overcast until about ten, eleven, twelve o'clock, and uh, that what they call a marine layer. Oh yeah. And then we get some sun. Yeah. But it's it's still gorgeous here. I mean, we still still love Southern California. Yeah. I know. Me too. I miss it. Although the green, it's so incredibly lush here. Everything's in bloom, and it's really beautiful here this time of year. Yeah. I'm sure it is. That's that's yeah. one of the things I tend to miss. But last yeah. time I went back to Connecticut, it was just overpowering green and, and it was like it was suffocating to me. It was just so much. Mm. Where now I'm used to more of the open spaces where we get palm trees. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we well, got this, green palm live... trees. <laughs> hmm? We got green palm trees. <laughs> well, I, the area where I live in is all... It's a lot of woods and open space, so it's really nice. We have a pond right out front. There's two ducks that now live in there and tons of wildlife. So it's really oh, that's fun. fun. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, and I we like live really crackers. close to the beach. So on the way to the beach in the morning, when we bring Rocco to the beach in the morning, we see deer and, you know, all kinds of animals. So it's really okay. neat. We're moving. Yeah. <laughs> except, you, except you mentioned rain. Is, nah, yeah, I know. Let's stay know. here. Can't take yeah. the rain. <laughs> uh, a couple of weeks ago, I, we were talking about how... Um, about medicine, allopathic medicine, as opposed mm-hmm. to natural, and how it takes it takes longer to heal yourself if you're going the natural way. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying. We keep going back to this because I've been trying to get into this this part where uh, people think they immediately have to take something. That's why I brought up the allopathic way mm. instead of natural, because what we do is we wait until we get sick with something, and then we feel we have to take something or do something about it, rather than. Stop doing what you're doing, which is causing the problem. Mm-hmm. So right. how many times have you, uh, like you get the sniffles and a cold, you know, what we call a cold, which I never understood where that word came from because mm-hmm. I usually am hot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know? But immediately somebody will, you'll, you'll see it on, on the chat rooms and various other places where people say, oh, I'm sniffling and I've got a sore throat. What can I do for it? Right. And well, that's. I think people are so used to that. What can I take? What can I do to suppress it? What can I do to make it go away? And yeah, they don't stop the pain. Immediately yeah, stop the pain. Yeah, they don't realize that it's a good thing. Your body's giving you a signal. Exactly. You're doing something wrong. Yeah. And so with the purification I was going through a, a few a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, people were just constantly telling me, have you gone to the doctor yet? Do mm-hmm. what? <laughs> I don't even... Like I said before, I don't even have a doctor. I wouldn't even know where to go if I got that sick. Yeah. You know, I'd have to break something and go to emergency room. Other than that, I don't go to doctors. Have, uh, but um, the point is that no matter what you do for it, I mean, I can understand sometimes wanting to relieve some of the pain, especially if it's a sore throat and you can't swallow. Right. But mostly, 
you don't really need to take anything. It took as long for us to get over our purifications or detox, whatever you want to call it, by taking stuff like doing uh, whatever we did. I don't even, oh, honey, we do honey for the sore throat and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I don't even think about it until I'm, <laughs> I'm in the midst of it. Right. Well, and I was going to say, you can, you can do things, like you said, you can do things to to help the, the pain, but natural things that aren't going to suppress it. It's right. still going to allow it to come out of your body, like herbs and homeopathic or whatever it is. Sure, but here's a suggestion. How about really going into the sensation, experiencing it totally, mm-hmm. and realizing what you did, take responsibility for what you did mm-hmm. to create the issue. Right. And that yeah, that's you... what I do when I get sick. I mean, I always think okay, did I need to slow down? I, I, if I'm stuck in the house with, with a cold or something that's, um, you know, keeping me, um, you know, most people call sick, yeah. I always think, well, why did I, did I need to slow down? Did I need to stop and, and deal with something that I'm not dealing with? Uh-huh, exactly. Yeah. And uh, the other thing is lack of movement. Mm-hmm. And... I would say out of all the things that we need to do to keep ourselves healthy or heal ourselves, I think movement is one of the top priorities, and it's one of the things we do the least. Yeah, I agree. And we I talk about raw food a lot because that's what I do, but exercise is so important for your lymphatic system. For your That's how your body's going to clean out. And I agree, if you're not moving, it's you can eat really well, but it's going to take a lot longer for your body to heal and cleanse. Yeah, if at all. Yeah. you got to move. Yeah. And, and, and that means doing whatever you... You don't have to go into a gym if you don't love it. I mean, walk, get a rollerblade, or play tennis, or do whatever. Yeah, swim. swim. But yeah. just move your body. Exactly. And um, I used to go in the gym. I used to do five, six hours a day. Mm-hmm. I had a training partner. And my teacher, who I've been seeing for over 21 years, he started doing what he calls nature workouts. Mm. So he went to a, a place called Iron Iron Woody Fitness. I'm not affiliated with them. I'm, I'm just telling you this is where he's got his products from. This is where I got my products from. Barbell, not barbells, but um, kettlebells, sandbags. Oh, yeah. Huh? Yeah, I know those. Do you? Yeah. Okay, kettlebells, sandbags, you fill them up with sand as much as you want, and then you can use those and you lift. And the reason they're good is because the sand slides in the bag and you have to balance it. Mm. And so as you get older, one of the hardest things to maintain is your balance. Yeah. So it's, it's really good. And then they have the medicine balls. But the one thing I realized is I'm not real good about getting out and actually doing those things. Mm-hmm. I'll get out and walk. Walking by myself yeah. is not a problem. But yeah. to play with a medicine ball, play with the sandbags, play with the kettlebells, I don't do it so I get myself a training partner. Yeah, well, that's that's a great way to get somebody to do it with you. It makes it more fun, and then you know you have the commitment to meet them. Um, and just make sure it's something you love because, like you know, like we had talked about before, if, you're, if you think you should do it and that's why you're doing it, it's not going to work. I mean, you can make the commitment for weeks or months, but then it's going to be something that you're dreading. Mm-hmm. Do what you look because I love lifting weights too. It's just been a passion of mine, and I just love doing. It. I love how it makes me feel. So when I go into the gym in the morning and uh, do the treadmill or elliptical cross trainer, and then I do the, the weights, I can't wait to get to. But some people that would be horrible for them to do every morning. They would hate it. So if you like walking in nature or doing yoga, whatever it is, because that's what you're going to stay with. 
Exactly. And yeah. I, I, I cannot be in a gym anymore. I, I tried. I even won a three-month membership. Yeah, I have a hard two. time, too. I can't. I can't do it. I cannot. I cannot do the lifting of the weights like that anymore. I, I mean, I loved it. I loved the feel of the metal, the mm. the, the pressure, everything, and I it's just can't funny. do it anymore. Well, it's funny you you're talking about that because I I've gone to a gym since I was 15. So for I'm going to be 40 this year, so it's been a long time. So I'm yeah. pretty comfortable in a gym, but it's funny. The last couple of years, I just didn't feel comfortable. It was more like the energy in the gym. It just didn't feel right to me. Uh-huh. I felt like I wanted to be outside or in nature or even uh, we made a gym in my barn, but the door, is, there's a huge door that opens and I feel like I can put on my own, mu- oh, the music used to drive me crazy because they play like oh, that yeah, head yeah, bang yeah, yeah. music. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Heavy metal and you're like, oh, please. Yeah, I quit gyms because of that because I feel like angry. And, you know, rageful when I come out of there because of the music. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, you know, create your own environment. Do what you love because that's what you're going to stay with. Yeah, fine. You know, there's choices. But the thing, and and I would say along with eating, occasionally you'll see people looking for a buddy to, to hold them accountable to as mm. far as eating and stuff. For me, when I start working out... Like, mm-hmm. uh, this, this is a young kid I'm going to train with. He's like 25, and he goes, well, I'm going to work you hard. And I said, no, you're not. Mm. You know, I'm going to do what I do. And he says, well, I'm not a nutritionist, but I know about diets and stuff. I said, uh, we, we're going to talk about this kid. Because <laughs> you know? no. I mean, he's 25 <laughs> years old. I mean, I've been studying nutrition since I was in, since 77, what, 30 years? Yeah. <laughs> Longer than he's been alive. <laughs> and I said, I'll tell you what, as far as food goes, I says, you do what you do. Mm-hmm. And I'll do what I do, and let's see who, who gets the most results fastest mm-hmm. and the best. Yeah. And um, we're also go- I'm going to also show him some other stuff because we're going to be outside at a park. We're not going to be in a gym, and that's, mm-hmm. that's where he's learned to train, as, oh, cool. as did I. But yeah. for the last, I don't know, a couple of years now, my teacher's been doing the nature workouts where we're using the sandbags. We're using our own strength, our own body weight to move some dynamic tension. Yeah, that's really cool. You know who I used to do that with? Um, I know a lot of people know Doug Graham. Ah. And him and I traveled for months together and did some stuff together. And we, uh, I did all of that outside with him. And he's intense. And, you know, we'd hike mountains and then we'd run around. We'd set up little um, courses and we'd do everything outside. And it was intense. It was the best workout I've ever, I've ever had. And it was fun. It was fun. You felt like you were playing. Yeah, and you, you, yeah, it's like when you were a kid, how you went around the jungle gym. Yeah. And did those kind of things, yeah. which we don't do anymore. Our bodies, yeah. we just don't move them like we did as kids. So something like that is fantastic. Yeah, you really need to have fun. Not just, oh, find something you like and have fun, but really have fun, have joy in it, so that when you wake up in the morning, you cannot wait to get outside and do it. You can't wait to go in and to a studio and do yoga or dance or whatever the passion is. I'm actually, I just started dancing again. Oh, yeah, which, good. Yeah, which has been one of my passions, which I used to do when I was younger. I really was into it heavily when I was a teenager, and um, I just stopped. And I'm, I started, there's a studio, we have a place in Boston where we're going to be staying part-time now, and um, there's a big studio right there. And I've gone in and talked to the woman, and I'm really excited. Cause, and I feel like, a part of me feels like a little kid again. I feel kind of silly about it, and but I'm kind of giddy about it. So I know it's something that... I've forgotten about that I love to do. Perfect. We'll be right back. Great.
You're listening to Rockin' Radio. If you have questions, comments, or something you'd like to throw into our blender, contact Alyssa or Revel at spillyourbeans at rockinradio.com. That's spillyourbeans, one word, at rockin', R-A-W-K-I-N, radio.com. Hi, this is Alyssa, and you can find my book, Living on Live Food, and my DVD, Living on Live Food, at alyssacohen.com. That's A-L-I-S-S-A-C-O-H-E-N.com. You can also find the teacher training and the 30-day Living Raw program at rawteacher.com. You can go. You can find that also through alyssacohen.com, but there is a separate website, rawteacher.com, where you can find uh, teachers in your area instructors and teachers who are trained by me in the Living on Live Food program. And let's see what else. <clears throat> All kind of raw food um, supplements and um, food that make your raw food life easier. You can go to AlyssaCohen.com. So what were we talking about, Robert? We are talking about dancing. What kind of dancing are you doing? Oh, like uh, modern dance and jazz and hip-hop and all that stuff. Oh, that's stuff. fun. Oh. Yeah, yeah. How cool And is I that? feel like a little kid thing. It, it almost feels like when I said it felt silly because I thought, oh, I can't do it. I haven't done that in so long. I'm going to look silly or I'm going to, you know. But I thought, I love doing that. Why wouldn't I do that again? Exactly. And, and a lot of times, too, it's because you think that everybody in the class is going to be younger. Oh, yeah. I thought that, too. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to know what I'm doing, and I'm going to look really <laughs> foolish. Well, I took a hula class, hula hoop. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I felt like <laughs> such a fool. I couldn't I couldn't do this when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. And so I get these kids around me who are like 18, 19, 20 years old, these little lift things, <laughs> and they're all just hooping away. And I'm like, I thought this was a beginner's class. Why are these people, how, they, how, how do they already know how to do this? Yeah. And the teacher was really not that good because she focused on the, the people who could do it. Oh, yeah. And then finally, after I don't know how many weeks it was, I think it was three weeks or something like that, she finally told me what I need to do to keep the darn hoop up. I mean, you know, at the end of the class, I'm still trying to keep the hoop up. (laughs) And these people are spinning around their arms and around their neck and around their hips. And I'm like, this Uh, is ridiculous. But anyway, I I think it's important to have a good teacher, too, if you're going to take a class. I love what. I really have always liked working out alone because mm-hmm. I can go, you know, I wake up really early. I go in the gym. I don't have to wait for a training partner. That's never worked for me, but some people, it's essential. Some people love having a partner. It gets you motivated. You have a meeting time. For me, you have to know what kind of person you are, I think. Yeah, Because definitely. for me, I do not like waiting for people. I like doing things no. on my own time. I get up. I go in the gym. And even friends, I've had friends say, oh, I'll work out with you, and then I'm waiting around. Or... Oh, I, you know what? If I have to do that, it's, it's like doing this show. I'm, and first of all, I want to thank you for the courage, what you did the other week when you, oh, um, yeah. you, you, told, you, know, you, you actually came on the air and told people what was going on with you and that you mm. apologized to me. That takes courage. Yeah, thanks. And so I, I want to give you kudos for that. And as far as yeah. somebody like, if this kid doesn't show up when he says he's going to, yeah, too bad. Hey, goodbye. 
Yeah, well, because that can really ruin what your, uh, you know, people have buddies so that they can stay on a program, but exactly. that can really deter you more than doing it alone sometimes. Yeah, if they you don't, don't show up or they make their excuses yeah. and you've got to drag them out every single time. No, it's supposed to be like, yeah, let's get going, let's do this, and then occasionally they'll say, oh, you know what, but that that's what brought up, what you know, wanting to thank you for that, right. was yeah. because if somebody's dragging their feet... Mm-hmm. Every time, and you've got to you've got to nudge them and push them and drag them, kicking and screaming. That mm-hmm. is not fun. That's not part of the plan. Right, it's not. No, and it brings the other person down. So exactly. Yeah. So off the air, we were talking a bit about uh, MySpace. Oh yeah. And uh, Lissa's on there, and I'm on there, and I was saying how how much fun it is. I I I've been on there for a while, but I never did anything with my thing. Yeah, me too. I had a really outdated, basic site, and I've been wanting to do it, but I didn't find it. And I'm pretty good on the computer. It wasn't the easiest to edit. Did you find that? Well, you know, like I said, I was was there for quite some time, and finally I told Bo, I said, "You, you need to help me with this because I... I have no idea how to get the background up. Yeah. I have no idea how to do any of this stuff. And yeah. so finally we got it up. And once I got it figured, mm-hmm. uh, I, we had put up a um, a background and it was just, I couldn't, you couldn't see the wording. Yeah, and, it's a little difficult. I haven't even been doing it. My, one of my um, staff has been doing it for me. She's really a computer person. But uh, it's, it's not the easiest to edit. No, but once I found figured it out, I put up my mm. own uh, background, especially on my, my main site. I also have one for my book, oh, one of cool. my books. Yeah. yeah What's have, the name of that one? Uh, Revolutionize. I mean, say that again? Revolutionize. Oh, cool. And then the other one is Revelations. Revelations. Yeah, okay. that's that's my personal one, and then Revolutionize. And yours is what, Alyssa Cohen or Alyssa? Alyssa Cohen, yeah. Alyssa Cohen. And it has my clips on it, and it's kind of cool because unlike a regular website, um, unless you're doing your own website, you can't always change it yourself, but you can go on and they have the blog. So I just put, like, new information there, and okay. I have information about classes. Did you put this show up? No, I didn't, but I will. Yeah, you got to put hey, this yeah. show up. My, I, I got it up. I've got yeah, all yeah, my. Yeah, I definitely will. Actually, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah, I'll have her do that today or tomorrow. Yeah, I got all my shows up. Yeah. You know, it's really fun though, is to go through your your list of people, and um, find people oh, yeah. that I know from from Raw Food Talk and other places, and say, oh, <laughs> invite them to be a friend. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I'm building See, I don't up even my know friendship. how to do all that yet. I have to figure it out. <laughs> oh, it's easy. It's just go go to somebody else's friends list. Okay. And then click 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 on their name, and then go to add to friend. Oh, okay. And then it'll say, do you really want to add this person? You say, yeah or nay. Okay. And yeah, that's my easy. My is huge. I know there are, so many people are on that thing. Well, part of the reason I didn't do anything is because I thought it was all kids. It's not. Yeah, me too. It's not. Okay, yeah. um, you had mentioned Doug Graham. We got an email. Oh, okay. We actually got an email. We haven't had any emails for a while. So let me mention. Okay. Um, Spill your beans at rockinradio.com. Do not email Alyssa directly at alyssacohen.com unless you're talking about whatever it is she wants you to talk about. <laughs> right, unless you're ordering products. Sorry, yeah, if you're ordering products or something, or, yeah. then email her. Other than that, go to uh, spillyourbeans at rockinradio.com. Yes, we're both going to look at it. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, somebody said something about, and I know your answer, so I don't need, you know, I'm going to say right here, I agree with what Alyssa says on this. It oh, no. says... <laughs> You're going to put me on the spot? No, All right, go ahead. <laughs> no, no. This is, this is something that's been discussed so many times. Yeah. But you mentioned Doug Graham, so I'm going to read, read the email. Okay, sure. I would love to hear you and Alyssa address this issue. I just started going 
I just started going raw seven weeks ago with Alyssa's cookbook, and all mm-hmm. seemed fine. Uncookbook, folks. <laughs> now, the answer to this question is in the book. So you okay. need to read the book again. <laughs> but we'll give you the answer anyway. <laughs> then I read Doug Graham's 80-10-10 book, and I'm totally lost. His idea of starting or eating 80% of your foods from fruits and a little bit of veggies seems overwhelmingly difficult. You are eating 25 to $35 worth of fruit each day. What does <laughs> Alyssa say about the amount of fat to intake? Yeah, I don't agree with his program. And um, I love Doug. He's a good friend of mine. And, um, you know, there's a lot of different ways to do this. I mean, there's Doug's way, there's the Hippocrates, Brian Clemens, and Hippocrates, he says to eat no fruit, or Doug says to eat just fruit, and everyone has a different opinion. So I say do what works best for you. And what I mean by that, I know that can be frustrating when I say that when people are first starting out because they think, well, we need some kind of guideline, and what does that mean? I don't know which, you know, you need some something to follow to begin with to get yourself into raw food, and then once, you're, once you've been into it for a while, it's easier to experiment but I don't agree with that low fat intake. I think it's a dangerous thing because fats are not bad for you. Fat is not what makes people fat. It's fat, good fat. It's the processed fat. It's the man-made fat that makes people fat. It's not the fats in avocados and nuts and olives that are going to make someone fat. And it freaks me out when I get on my board. You know this, Rebel. It freaks me out when I get on my board and people are, Counting calories and entering them into fat, uh, fit day, fat day. Oh, yeah, <laughs> fit day, fat day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the name for a new fight. There you go, um, fatday.com. They're entering them into fit day, and they're um, not eating, you know, they're cutting out their nuts, and they're really watching their fat intake, and they're eating a half an avocado a day, and that's all they allow themselves, and no other fats, no other oils or anything. I just don't agree with that. I think it's a dangerous thing for two reasons. Number one, you're not going to be able to stay on this diet if you do it. And I know there are people who love Doug and follow his way and other programs, and some people can do it, but the majority of people cannot, from my opinion, in my opinion, in my experience, cannot stay on the diet long term. You're hungry. For days or weeks or months, sure. You're going to be hungry. Yeah, you're going to be hungry and you're going to be white knuckling it the whole time. That's not a fun way to live. No. And I don't think it's healthy. I just don't think it's a healthy thing. It's very, very low fat. Yeah, um, the thing is, you need the fats and the oils to assimilate the the fat soluble vitamins A and D. If you don't have enough of those, that you're not going to assimilate the the nutrients you need. Absolutely, and you need fats for your skin, your hair, your nails. And if you see people, when you see people, I've seen people cutting out fats to to the extreme, and you notice their hair is brittle, and there's, it won't happen at first. It, it'll take a while because you'll lose weight and you'll feel great, but then your nails will begin to chip, your hair will get brittle. I just don't agree with it. So, and, you know, I really think you, you need to experiment for yourself, but... Um, and we've talked about this before. There are different times when your body you might feel like you're eating more heavier foods in the summer when it's hot or, you know, different times in your life you may feel like you need more fruits and less fats. But I'm talking about a long-term um, I, I, diet. I just don't think it's a good thing. Mm, I agree totally. Yeah, because yeah, right now my desire is watermelons, cherries, and a salad. 
Yeah, yeah, because it's summer and it's yeah. nice out and it's sure, and that's fine. You know, you're not going to be deficient in. That's another thing people will do on raw food talk. They'll say, "I've been raw for four days and I'm having these symptoms, and I think I'm deficient in protein, or I think I'm not going to be." In four <laughs> How days. do you, you know? know? Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. mean, where do you get your information? But when I say salad, that includes avocados and sunflower seeds or nuts, right? You're and not also just have eating lettuce. No, no, no. Yeah. And I also have Alyssa's. Uh, Date nut torts sitting in my refrigerator. As a matter of fact, I've got two of them. So it's not like I'm I'm dying. You never for have enough date nut torts. No, you can never have enough. And actually, I brought it to a network meeting. Anyway, we'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Rockin' Radio. If you have questions, comments, or something you'd like to throw into our blender, contact Alyssa or Revel at spillyourbeans at rockinradio.com. That's spillyourbeans, one word, at rockin', R-A-W-K-I-N, radio.com. This is Revel, and welcome back to Rockin' Radio. My website is revelations.com, and that's R-E-2-V's and two L's, revelations.com. And on that site, you will find my weekly revelations, which if you sign up for them, you might get them once a week. But then again, you're probably going to get them once a month. I do not spam you. I do not send you a whole bunch of stuff that you're not interested in. Uh, I also talk about my teleclasses. Uh, where I'm going to be, what I'm going to do, all kinds of fun things on there. I've got two books out, one called Revolutionize Your Life in 30 Days. It is guaranteed if you do this book for the full 30 days and you fill in the pages, if you are not transformed after doing what you what I say to do, then I will give you your money back if you send me the book back. Uh, the other thing is Smoothies and Smoothies for Life. It's uh, just a compilation of various smoothies, uh, the fruit smoothies, green smoothies. I've got some ice creams in there, which are dairy-free. They're just made with fruit. And also uh, puddings, stuff like that. Really good desserts that your kids and you will love. And we were talking about protein before we got off the um, before, in, yeah. our, in our last segment. And I want to I want to just tell about this this <laughs> situation I had once a few months back. I went hiking with uh, a friend, and he brought a lady friend, mm. and she's a smoker. And neither they're both meat eaters and stuff. And so we're we're going up this hill, and I tend to have some lung issues, but I, I can I can hike, but it's still you know I mm-hmm. I tend to breathe pretty heavily, and mm-hmm. for some reason he was breathing heavily. And so all three of us are going up this hill, and she's she's saying, well, y'all are sucking in some air, and uh, I'm the one who smokes. And I just looked back at her. I was already ahead of her. And I looked back at her, and I said, just see if you can keep up, okay? So we get to a certain point, and there's a bench up there, like on a, a level area. And so she says, well, that's it. I'm I'm going to stay right here. And I looked at him, and I looked at her. I said, well, I came to hike, so I'm going hiking. So I went up higher, and... and um, Sir, to come down, and he came up, and we went for a hike, came back down, and we get in the car, and he says, so 
what, what's going on? What do you think you need? Um, you need to eat or something? And she says, oh, yeah. She says, I haven't eaten this morning before we went out. And he says, so do you want fruit or protein? <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, fruit or protein? What is uh, Protein is a food group now? <laughs> and you'll see that on the boards. I don't care which board you're looking at, but protein, 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 protein. Tell us your feelings about this, Alyssa. Yeah. <laughs> you know my feelings. I do know. <laughs> no, I think protein is extremely important as well as fats and carbohydrates <laughs> and your vitamins and minerals and everything else. You need to stay alive. And I think it's weird when people obsess about protein. Um, and the way people think they get protein isn't always the truth. And I, I think it's, you know, it is confusing when people first start out with especially raw food or being a vegetarian or a vegan, because people, there's a lot of myths out there about the protein and where you really get your protein from. Like people will often write us at AlyssaCohen.com and they'll say, well, I'm eating a lot of nuts to get my protein. Well, nuts are mostly fat. Greens are where you're going to get, dark green leafy vegetables are where you're going to get your protein. So there's a lot of misconceptions about protein. And I think it's extremely important to get your protein, but it's not something that people think they're going to be raw for a week and they're going to be protein deficient. So it's, that's what's kind of weird to me. And I think people care more about protein than other things like fats. Fats are extremely important in your diet. Well, you know what's interesting, though, is they think they need to eat a lot of fat to get protein. I mean, mm -hmm. a lot of nuts to get protein. Mm -hmm. And they're saying, but I'm going to gain weight. Right. Um, yeah. And you don't gain weight from, <laughs> like we just said, from... Um, from raw fats. That's not what makes you that's not what makes you fat. No. So But the other thing is too what we were talking about, balance everything out with movement. Yeah, that's yeah. And you have to know your body. You know, some people do really well with a protein meal in the morning or what, what is a protein meal in the morning? What is that? I I don't understand. you know what? Well, I never break my huh? Meals with protein in it. I don't Ooh, understand what that means. You know, I Female. hear that and I, I it's just like okay. I don't even break my food down that way. Right, but most people do, and no? that's why, I mean, I know what people are talking about when they say that, because most people are used to thinking in those terms. So really? When I say like a high-protein meal, I mean you can do a smoothie with tons of greens, or you can do a green drink. That would be, if you do, that's why I said, well, if some people do better on protein than fruit in the morning, or some people do well with a lot of fat, so avocado, you could have an avocado in the morning. But it's weird when people, I mean, I agree, I don't like to think of food that way. I mean, I don't go to my fridge and say, hmm, I'd like some fat right now, or hmm, I'd like some protein, you know. <laughs> yeah, I exactly, say, but people oh, do that. piece of fruit, you know. <laughs> but that's what they're doing now because of this Atkins right. thing, you know. I'm, I'm right. going to, I look in my refrigerator, hmm, I need some protein right now. Yeah, How do you know? Yeah. What, what part of your body is telling you that you're deficient in protein? Right. And well, and that's the thing. I don't think people are, really know. Uh, they when don't they're know. saying that, it's not, how it's, do you know that? Exactly. How do you know? And actually, I've, I've said that to people on the boards occasionally, and I'm surprised I'm still on there. Uh, <laughs> so like, how do you know? They say, oh, I, I feel like I'm deficient in protein. I'm like, how do you know that? And, and, and nobody's you know, ever that, answered the me. The thing is that there are ways to know. I mean, I, I've been doing a lot of, I, you know, I don't really talk about this that much, but because it's it's like research I've been doing over years and years. And I do it with people who I don't work that closely individually with people. Once in a while I, I do, um, or at my certifications. 
But when somebody is really, there are certain things, like when somebody is really um, a yo-yo dieter or they're doing everything they can to go raw or stay on a diet and they just have, whether you're like bulimic or anorexic or major eating disorders, uh-huh. there are times when people, I tell people to eat more protein, to eat protein-rich foods. To even I talk to people about amino acids, even supplementing with amino acids. And you know I'm not a big supplementation person. Right. Um, but because some people are, have been eating so many carbs and sugar, you know, processed stuff. Processed oh, right, sugar right, 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 right. So many years, it's killed their adrenals and their the serotonin levels in their brain are off because of excess dieting and thyroid and all kinds of stuff where your your serotonin levels are just whacked out. So, but that's a whole different thing <laughs> because when people just write, "I've been raw for four days and I feel like I'm craving protein," I don't think people really understand that. No, they're they're craving what they call a comfort food. They're craving what they're used to eating because yeah. their their mind is telling them you will never be able to have a hamburger again. Right. <laughs> and I, I know. I've I've done fast many 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 years ago when I first became vegetarian. I believed mm. all this stuff about you ha you should fast and stuff like that. Yeah. And of course, when you're fasting, when you're denying your body food, what does your body mm. think about? Right. Food. I want That's food. It. So when you go into a raw food program. What's your, what's your mind going? Your mind is saying, oh, you need some meat. Right. You need that protein for me. It's not the protein for meat that you're craving. You're craving right. that taste. You're craving that, that texture. You're craving the, the, the idea of what you did when you were eating that stuff. Right. It takes a long time to cleanse that out. I mean, those cravings are going to come up. That's why I always tell people to go 100% raw because I think... Actually, somebody posted something really cool. I don't know if you saw it. I think they posted it this morning on the Raw Food Talk board about 2%. And it was like, yeah, yeah, I yeah, call yeah. It like a, did you see that? It I was did. Like, I just I read it this morning. On your back. Yeah, I read it just before I, uh, before I came on the air. Yeah, and she was talking about, the whole thing was about how it's, um, she has that uh, 98% that wants to do raw, but the 2% keeps holding her back uh-huh. and that's the thing it's those we've all been conditioned with it for 30 40 50 60 years however old you are about the way we should eat and you need more protein and this is good for you and that's bad for you and it's a whole different way of thinking and it is weird for a lot of people because you have to completely change the way you think yeah and i that's why i think going 100 percent raw is easier because then you also have the cravings that come up when you're not 100 percent raw and you're still introducing those foods to your diet, so uh, physically uh-huh. you're um, you're addicted to them as well. You're not let, ever letting your body clean out. Right, but but you're also yeah, but you're also at the cellular level. Mm-hmm. You know, because even yeah. when you're learning new movement, I, I've done movement for years. I've been teaching Tai Chi and mm. and stuff to Qigong. And one of the things that's been really difficult with with my students sometimes is to get them, if they've taken any kind of martial arts previously Mm. or any kind of Tai Chi from another teacher or Qigong from another teacher, and to get them to change the movement. It's almost easier to train somebody who's never done it, don't you think? It is easier. Yeah. It is easier. Otherwise, they have those movements crystallized in their body. Yes, and they yeah, go back to what they what they're used to with the cellular you know they have the cellular thing and that's that's the same thing with food with anything you do on a regular basis you've got a cellular memory yeah, I and agree. you need to change the memory yeah yeah I, I totally agree that's why I tell people do the diet don't and again you know you may feel like you need more you do better with a green drink in the morning you do better with an avocado instead of fruit 
that's fine, but just do the diet. That's why my, in my book I say, eat whatever you want for 30 days. Just yeah. do the diet, and then your body, then you can really take the information from the natural clues it's giving you mm-hmm. because your body's starting to clean out, and then you'll think, okay, I really am craving whole, fresh, ripe food or greens. Or, but it's hard to tell when you're coming off a standard American diet. Yeah, and I would suggest you keep, definitely keep a journal. Yeah, that's yeah. Because if there's something going on, like this this kid I'm going to train with, you know, I I asked him. I said, "Do you want to take pictures?" And he says, "Why?" I said, "Because you'll know, you'll see the difference as -hmm. we train." He says, "Well, I already know how bad I look." I said, "Well, yeah, but you're going to forget (laughs) how really bad you look." (laughs) Well, yeah. It, no, it is great because you do forget, and and I think your negative ego plays trips tri- tricks on you. Oh yeah, because I wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't that bad. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't look that bad. You could think, oh, that wasn't hurting. Oh, I didn't really feel that. Yeah, I didn't feel that bad with food. Or, yeah, you right. Know, with what I ate, and you can look back and say, oh boy, I really did have a bad day that day when I ate that, or yeah, when I went out for pizza that night, I did have a nightmare. Or the things that heal. A lot of times yeah. you forget. You forget about the pain in the knees or, or this yeah. thing that you had constantly had, and now it's, you're not having it anymore. Right. Anyway, we got to go. Wow, that was quick. Yeah, our engineer is Bo Astrup, and I'm Revel saying, always revel in life, and remember to play with your food. And this is Alyssa saying you don't have to change your life to eat raw food, but raw food will change your life. Bye for now. Oh, bye for now. Ha, 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 ha.